I fled, or at least backed awkwardly away from, journalism because I wanted the freedom to make things up. I did not want to be nailed to the truth. Or to be more accurate, I wanted to be able to tell the truth without ever needing to worry about the facts. And now, as I type this, I am very aware of a huge pile of paper on the table beside me, with words written by me on every sheet of the paper, all written after my exit from journalism, in which I try very hard to get my facts as right as I can. I fail sometimes. For example, I am assured by the internet that it is not actually true that the illiteracy rates of 10 and 11-year-olds are used as a measure by which future prison cells are built. But it is definitely true that I was told this at an event at which the then head of education in New York assured us that this was the case. And this morning, listening to the BBC News, I learned that half of all prisoners in the UK have the reading age of an 11-year-old or below. This book contains speeches, essays, and introductions. Some of the introductions made it into this volume because I love the author or the book in question and I hope my love will be contagious. Others are here because somewhere in that introduction I did my best to explain something that I believe to be true, something that might even be important. The authors from whom I learned my craft over the years were often evangelists. Peter S. Beagle wrote an essay called Tolkien's Magic Ring, which I read as a small boy and which gave me Tolkien and the Lord of the Rings. A few years later, H.P. Lovecraft in a long essay and after him Stephen King in a short book both told me about authors and stories that had shaped horror and without whom my life would be incomplete. Ursula K. Le Guin wrote essays and I would track down the books she talked about to illustrate her ideas. Harlan Ellison was a generous writer, and in his essays and collections he pointed me at so many authors. The idea that writers could enjoy books, sometimes even be influenced by them, and point other people at the works that they had loved seemed to me to make absolute sense. Literature does not occur in a vacuum. It cannot be a monologue. It has to be a conversation, and new people, new readers need to be brought into the conversation too. I hope that, somewhere in here, I will talk about a creator or their work, a book perhaps, or even a film or a piece of music that will intrigue you. I'm writing this in a notebook with a baby on my lap. He grunts and squeaks in his sleep. He makes me happy, but he also makes me feel vulnerable. Old fears, long forgotten, creep out from shadowy places. Some years ago, a writer not much older than I am now told me, not bitterly, but matter-of-factly, that it was a good thing that I, as a young writer, did not have to face the darkness that he faced every day, the knowledge that his best work was behind him. And another, in his eighties, told me that what kept him going every day was the knowledge that his best work was still out there, the great work that he would one day do. I aspire to the condition of the second of my friends. I like the idea that one day I'll do something that really works, even if I fear that I've been saying the same things for over 30 years. As we get older, each thing we do, each thing we write, reminds us of something else we've done. 
Events rhyme. Nothing quite happens for the first time anymore. I have written many introductions to books of my own. They are long and describe the circumstances under which the pieces in the book were written. This, on the other hand, is a short introduction, and most of these pieces will stand alone, unexplained. This book is not the complete non-fiction of Neil Gaiman. It is instead a motley bunch of speeches and articles, introductions and essays. Some of them are serious and some of them are frivolous, and some of them are earnest and some of them I wrote to try and make people listen. You are under no obligation to read them all, or to read them in any particular order. I put them into an order that felt like it made some kind of sense, mostly speeches and such like at the beginning, more personal heartfelt writing at the end, lots of miscellaneous writing, articles and explanations about literature, film, comics and music, cities and life in the middle. There's writing in here about things and people that are close to my heart.